a plain t-shirt. Her thick framed glasses framed big, dark, sharp-looking eyes. I tried not to let my eyes wander, but they went on their way against my will, taking in the swell of her tits just barely pushing at the fabric of her shirt, the neat waist that I thought I could wrap one arm around easily. The table obscured the rest of her, but I knew that below that waist was a flare of hip and long-toned legs that you wouldn't expect from her short stature. My bandmate sent me, and the label. I held her gaze for a long moment. That's not really an answer, you know, Mary countered, and I broke away from looking at her. I couldn't quite meet that level, knowing gaze. If she ever took her glasses off, I'd fry inside my skin. That's the only answer I feel like giving right now, I said, peering down at my hands once more. I smirked at myself, at the sight of the ink staining my fingers, my arms. Memories of better days that this place couldn't take away from me, even if they did manage to wash away everything else out of my system. You know, you always look at your art when someone challenges you, Mary observed. I glanced up quickly. She was still watching me with that attentive, all-absorbing stare. I picked up my fork. We only had about thirty minutes to eat before the schedule of daily activities started. If I was a shrink, I'd think that you look at the tats as a shield to keep from looking at your actual self. I glanced up again as I took a bite of toast to see the slight curve to Mary's lips, the twitch of one corner. You are a shrink, I pointed out, gesturing to her with my fork. So why not just say it outright? Mary's smile grew broader. Counselor, not shrink, she corrected me. There's years of education between me and a shrink. I can't tell you what's going on in your head. I can only tell you what it looks like to me. She rose and I breathed a sigh of relief, turning my attention back to my food. If you're not ready to talk, I don't know what you expect to get out of this, she told me, walking away from the table to continue her rounds. I was glad she was gone, and I glanced in Mary's direction to watch her go. Definitely glad to watch you leave. I wondered if she had any tattoos of her own and smirked down at my bacon and sausage. Probably would only get him to be able to empathize with lowlifes like me. I drank some juice and turned my thoughts to the upcoming and deeply thrilling group session that was always the first order of the day. Chapter 2 I groaned as I rolled out of bed on the first day of week two of my little stint in hell. Why are we all here? What was your personal moment of revelation? The words had become like a fucking rite in church. Every morning, first thing, we talked about what had brought us to this particular slice of purgatory. I had finally convinced them at the end of the previous week to take me off the fucking benzos they put me on at admission. They had been concerned, they told me, with the need to support me through withdrawals. I needed something in my system to cushion the shock. Uh, if you just switch me from one cocktail of drugs to another, what the hell am I supposed to do when I get out? For a wonder, Mary had backed me. He's out of the withdrawal period. He hasn't been on the benzos long enough to have formed a habit. Cut him down and then take him off before he does. The shrink in charge of the operation had hemmed and hawed. But as I watched, Mary transformed into a little flirt, smiling at the old man and saying that she respected his opinion so much... But she had read a recent study by one of his rivals that suggested that long-term treatment of addiction with benzos only led to transference of addiction, not resolution of it. 
I decided to skip breakfast and headed directly to the group room, throwing myself onto the couch. As if my very thoughts had been a summons, Mary walked into the room a minute later, looking flustered and irritable. Oh, goody, I thought with a little rush of guilty pleasure. Something had gotten under the poor girl's skin. Having a bad Monday? I asked, wearing my best shit-eating grin. Alex, if you don't keep your mouth shut right now, I'm going to slap it off your face, Mary said, opening a file cabinet. She grabbed something out of it and slammed it shut, rattling the whole cabinet in the process. Do you want to talk about it? I asked her, unable to keep the smile tugging at the corners of my lips. It was something to feel like I had a little smidgen of power, lounging on a couch in my jeans and a t-shirt, the same jeans and t-shirt I'd worn the day before. Mary turned on her hill and stared at me, and if looks could kill, I wouldn't have lasted a second.